Hey, welcome to Cinema Puradiso. Yay! It's welcome back, me. Yeah. <laughs> it's the good, bad, and ugly podcast. Uh, Mike Ray's, Rayhouse is back. Hello, how are you, folks? We brought a bunch of junk food with him. See, we got some uh, cheese and crackers. We have Starburst. Uh, some Pockies. Uh, more crackers. Okay, all right. You are <laughs> you are terrible at branding. These are sweet heat Starbursts. These are peanut butter cracker sandwiches. These are sesame thins, and these are strawberry pockies. Yeah, is this your lunch? Yeah, well, I'm going to see a movie with a friend later, and I thought I'd have some stuff to munch on. Oh, great! So, so you can open it for me if you'd like. <laughs> okay. Most of these are uh, provided via sets you work on, crafty. Oh, so you just pillaged craft service every chance I get. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Why Why else work on a set? I used to do that, too. <laughs> Who hasn't? So, have you seen any movies lately? Oh, hey, I just watched Battlefield Earth. Another uh, another fine recommendation <laughs> by you. Why are we friends? Well, that's cool. That's the movie we're going to talk about. Oh, good. Good, good, good. I have notes. But, hey, did you happen to see the Banana Splits movie? Now, I have it, but I have not watched. I've seen the previews, and... Uh, yeah, I, I was a big fan of the show back in the day as a kid. I'm not sure why. I can't remember. I think maybe because they drove around in, in little dune buggies. Then that, that looked like a lot of fun because you don't see those in, in Chicago. And uh, they wore firemen helmets. And they were... Wait, who, who doesn't like a but, good fireman But we helmet? don't know why. Not sure why, no. <laughs> and they had these weird names, and I think they... I must have loved them because they played cartoons during their show, but I can't remember what the cartoons were. Well, you know they were a monkey's ripoff. Ah, they were trying to capitalize on that. Hanna Barbera was. Yes, the capitalizing off the monkeys, capitalizing off the Beatles. Right. <laughs> sort of a trickle down of capitalization. Yeah, yeah it's win win. <laughs> and, uh, and but uh, so you know, Warner Brothers bought Hanna Barbera a while ago. Sure. And uh, I guess they wanted to do a Banana Splits movie. And I guess the only way they could figure out a Banana Splits movie would be appealing is to make it a rated R horror film. And, uh, yeah, the previews are def- definitely interested. interesting. I'm looking forward to it. And I, I really, really hope they do that same treatment with the Jetsons. <laughs> well, I saw the movie, and uh, I liked it. It's, it. You know, it's good for what it is. I mean, it's not in theaters. It's, it's streaming only. Um, it's played totally straight. The effects are all practical. There's no CGI. It's gory. It's bloody. Okay. It's the banana splits that you knew and loved as a child. The same hey. ones. They're killer robots. I'm not giving anything away. All in the previews? <laughs> yeah. So, wow, I can't wait till they do that with Captain Kangaroo and Mr. Rogers. Oh, uh, but I cannot wait to see that movie. That's That's a very interesting take. It's fun. It's a little slow to start, but once it gets into it, it's it's good. And like I said, it's all played straight, so that makes it even funnier. Yeah, that's uh, that is. I would highly recommend if you're going to do something like that, oh, to definitely play it straight. Yes, uh, worked great for Leslie Nielsen in all his later roles, and he's he was the master of that. And and uh, just that's the way to go. And uh, hopefully, uh, it, from what it sounds like, it, it worked very well with this movie, according to. <laughs> Mr. PJ over here. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that is on my that is on my list to watch. And uh, so today, as you mentioned earlier, we're going to talk about Battlefield Earth. For some reason, a movie I <laughs> avoided like the plague, like the rest of the world, uh, almost twenty years ago. 
And, uh, well, who knew podcasts would exist? It's like, oh, well, I guess it, it'll, if it takes something for me to get to watch that movie, it's, it's a podcast. And I don't get to see PJ that much, so it's, it's a chance to hang out with him and and then ask him why we're friends for making me watch this movie. But, hey, it's got a... Got, it's got a good cast. It does. Yeah, it stars John Travolta, Barry Pepper, Forrest Whitaker, Kim Coates. Kim Coates, uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, this was Travolta's passion project. It was. He was. Uh, you know, he was friends with uh, L. Ron Hubbard. The, well, uh, he well, he's been a Scientologist since 1975. For some reason, yeah. And uh, he was actually trying to get this movie made in the 80s. Yeah, well, and. This, uh, and he was originally going to play the protagonist when he was younger in the 80s. But by the time he finally was able to get it made and released in 2000, he was much older, so he decided to be the villain. Yeah, and then what an interesting choice that was. And A lot uh, of interesting choices were made. And nobody wanted to re- make this movie. It showed. Because once one thing, it's a Scientology. Well, it's a Scientology movie, but one of the producers on it kept yelling at everybody saying, it's not a Scientology movie, it's a science fiction opera. Uh, you know, I, it's a space opera. It, it, you know, it feels like scientists, Scientologists, would believe this stuff. It was, uh, I don't, I mean, it, it wasn't a recruiting uh, mechanism at all. <laughs> no, but, not I at mean, all. I don't know how many of the actors and actresses were Scientologists in this. I don't know what Forrest Whitaker's stance on that is. I know he and Travolta friends our friends and they were they had done phenomenon together a few years earlier and that was enjoyable yeah i didn't know what scientology was when that movie came out so i haven't seen it since so i don't know if there's any tie-ins to that there either but well uh, well the company that ended up making the movie is franchise pictures and they're a company that specifically would seek out uh actor passion projects and and help them fulfill their vision yeah, I'm not sure that's the best business model, but uh, and, uh, I haven't seen a franchise picture in many years. But I guess there was something, there was some controversy where they lied to their investors about budgets, and then they got caught, and then there is no more franchise pictures. Ah, well, that explains why. Yes, they were crooks. It's uh, the old uh, producers thing. We need <laughs> we need fifty million to make this, but it'll only cost us twenty. So in the picture of this movie, John Travolta would often describe it as. Uh, updated Planet of the Apes. Um, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, just If you want to watch Planet of the Apes, just watch the updated Planet of the Apes <laughs> or the old Planet of the Apes. Uh, uh, you know, at times it, it looked like... Uh, just look like reenactment footage of like uh, one of those crime shows like, or one of those attacked by animals shows. Yeah, it was pretty horrible. That, uh, well, yeah, a, a, a quick rundown on the plot. So, oh, there, wait, there was a plot? <laughs> what? I know. I had no idea what this was about. It's something about hey, give me this gold. Well, it's the year mm-hmm. three thousand, okay. and and man has become somewhat primitive again, and they are oppressed by these giant aliens called the psych. Cyclos. Cyclos. And, uh, and uh, Barry Pepper is our protagonist, and and uh, he goes on a journey for something. I don't quite remember, because uh, it, <laughs> it's I not worth know. remembering. It's, I, I, I and he gets know. captured by the Cyclos. He sure does, in a mall that looks a lot like what they're going <laughs> to look like in a couple of years. It's <laughs> right. uh, just dead. Thank and, you, Amazon. And uh, he rises up and uh, leads his people to freedom. Which is a very nice thing for him to do, especially with that beautiful jawline. I'd listen to him. <laughs> yeah. 
So I, I don't know if this movie hurt Barry Pepper's uh, no, career. When was the Green Mile? Was this, at, this after uh, Battlefield Earth? I think I feel like it was all around the same time. Yeah. He's worked since then. Yeah, well, he's in uh, the alligator movie. Crawl. Oh. That's... He's the dad. Oh, well, he's playing... See? He's <laughs> at the age where he plays dads now. If he did a good job in that movie, he'll be playing a lot more dads. He can be the Paul Dooley of the 20s. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> well, where, where, where do we... So this movie is a so bad, it's it's funny. It's... I mean, it's so bad, it's good, it's funny. Uh, it's like... I don't know. I mean... Is these are some good actors in this movie, but a lot of these, a lot of the scenes were kind of phoned in. Like, are they? Is this? Uh, is it's like, are they filming a high school play? Uh, and these these cyclos. Uh, if I was a Jamaican or a predator, I would sue. Oh yeah, so the the, the cyclones are like nine feet tall, and they have large heads and dreadlocks. Yeah, they look like the mix between Klingons and predators. Yes, with really. Awful boots and uh, weird wardrobe. And uh, John Travolta is the head of security at this work camp. We'll, we'll just we'll, we'll call it Amazon. <laughs> His name is Turl, I think. Turl, yeah, T E R L L. Turl. And uh, Barry Pepper's character's name is Johnny. Oh, <laughs> one of those old primitive names from the uh, early early 1800s something 1700s who knows it's a classic name yeah and Kim Coates character's name is Carlos and Kim Coates looks nothing like a Carlos he does not look like a Carlos <laughs> Carloses have a look folks Just yeah they look like Carlos Google Carlos you'll see a bunch of people yep that guy looks like he's named Carlos I would buy that yep but Kim Coates doesn't look like a guy that well with his hair long maybe he looks like a guy named anyway, he's a nice guy From so, so Turrell I'm not gonna John Travolta yeah He's hoping that uh, his his time in this work camp is done and he's going to be moving on. But it's, he's been so productive that the uh, head office, is which what they call the, yes, the <laughs> head office, the home planet, called the home planet of of the cyclos. Uh, I think uh, it was called Cyclo, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Cyclo. Yeah, Cyclo or Cyclos. <laughs> so the home office in Cyclo wants to keep him there because he's so productive. Yeah, you're pretty good. You're staying. See that that'll te- there's a lesson there. Don't be good at what you do, kids. So he wants to sabotage it in some way, just to get rid of the work camp. So he takes Barry Pepper and teaches him everything there is to know about Cyclo and Cycloses. He does <laughs> Cyclose a nice people. little uh, nice little science machine there that just pours knowledge right through your eyes. So he unwittingly uh, trains this guy to defeat him. Yeah. It- not the best plan. Nope, not the best plan whatsoever. And it's, uh, I don't know. It's for such an advanced world. They they uh, had such a weird mixture of Earth terms in their uh, language. Like uh, their Earth and cyclo. Earth and cyclo terms mixed together. Like in, in you're an advanced race and you're using you're talking like us. I don't know. It's, right. And the cyclos have a bar and, and the work. They camp. have a bar. <laughs> Home office yeah. and a bar. Yet they're still productive. Yeah. It's almost like it was their home office and like in uh, in the Silicon Valley or, or what? Because uh, it sounded like uh, Google headquarters. 
There you just go. got everything on campus, everything you need. Yeah, L. Ron Hubbard, he was ahead of his time. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. What, now, what were those lifeguard thingies, that, those nose plugs they wore? Sometimes oh. they wore them outside, sometimes they didn't. It kind of like didn't really make well, a lot well, of sense to me. It's because the atmosphere of the earth for the cyclones, they could not breathe. Right, they couldn't So they breathe. had to wear those when they were in earth atmosphere. At times, but in sometimes their camp, they didn't, though. Well, but so in their camp, in their cyclones areas, they were... Uh, fixed for their uh, oxygen or whatever. So that's why the humans had to wear those and they had to keep trading. Sometimes. Some, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, they, uh, the <laughs> continuity there was a little shaky. Like, shouldn't they be dead? Or and Okay, if there's no oxygen, they've got a ton of fires burning. And so this doesn't make sense either because you need oxygen for fire, folks. This, you are learning a lot with this podcast. Really, please <laughs> share it with all your friends and neighbors. You're welcome. <laughs> you can't have fire without oxygen. So, Now, how can L. Ron Hubbard write a story like this and create Scientology? Because uh, it's like... Well, he created Scientology right. as a tax break. Uh, yeah, it was like... I, it that was, was the like, whole thing. Yeah, was, I, you know, because religions are right. you know, aren't taxed. Like, I bet I can start a business uh, via religion and make a lot of money, which he did. And that's ex- and, yeah. and that still exists today, folks. I'm not going to tell you to join or not join. Do your research. Find out about it. Uh, and have your own take, because the research is out there at this point. So yeah. if you join and don't like it, it's on you at this point. There's documents and stuff. Me, personally, I don't want to belong to any organized religion. Correct. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, man, but wow, he... You can write this story and create a fake religion, and that's quite profitable. But wow, <laughs> and some of the cyclos have alien faces, and others don't. Yeah, like, yeah. Some what, what, some look what? human, and some look alien. Like like Forrest Whitaker, he looks more Klingon, Klingony, and Forrest Whitakery. And then John Travolta just has he looks like eyebrows. Yeah, he looks like and a he, would, he looks like he would look if he didn't shave. It's like he said, "Well, I got to look like myself." So you know. With my weird-looking alien hands that are kind of chubby. Yeah, chubby claw-like hands. Yeah, and then the rest of... There's like five or six cyclos that look human-ish, and then the rest are like Klingon-y. Yeah. Or it's, aliens. It, just they, It's weird, and some of them have like bald spots on top and, of their heads, and mm-hmm. some don't. Like, well, like like regular humans. <laughs> no, but you, like right in the front, though. Yeah, well, that's, that's where you'd want your bald spot to start. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because like John Travolta had a prominent bald spot, but yet Forrest Whitaker did not. Uh, he just looked like Forrest Whitaker on a bad day. <laughs> so, uh, did you have some notes, Mike? That you, uh, did yeah, you wanted, uh, been, some I've, things you wanted to touch on? I've been, I've been bringing them up, and I, I, I am DB Travolta while watching this movie, and what do you know? The, the picture first thing that comes up is Battlefield Earth. So, oh really? Yeah, that's that was his on, at least on the uh, on the iPhone, <laughs> on that app. It's like there, there's the poster. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Not Greece, not Pulp Fiction, not Phenomenon, and whatever else he's done that people love. Yep, it's Battlefield Earth. So, he's uh, def- he's it's definitely a passion project. Uh, well, yeah, he also described it as it was going to be better than Star Wars. Well, now you just take that right back, mister. Because it was supposed to originally be two movies, not a trilogy. Two movies. And I guess as far as the book goes, this is only the first half of the book. Right. I guess it's not even the first half of the book. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how they... I wonder how they would have done that, because I haven't read the book. I'm not going to, but the planet does kind of go away, the bad planet. 
Yeah. There's only, I don't know, what can you do? Your planet's gone, and there's only a few of you left. Right. But uh, that's, you know what? I really don't care. <laughs> the planet's gone. That's fine. There's a lot of bad things about this. There's a few good things. Like the, I thought the planet explosion was pretty cool. Yeah. That was a nice explosion. A lot of 90s CGI effects here, but oh, yeah. not the greatest. Uh, a lot of really cool matte paintings. Oh, there was a lot of matte paintings. A ton, but they were some, pretty. Some, but some looked bad. Some looked a lot looked bad. Yeah. A couple looked cool. <laughs> uh, and there's let's see, there's there's a nice transition from uh, like the '90s computer graphics and a flight simulator that go turn into like all right, he flies now. It's a real, it's the real deal. Then it transforms from the computer image to the actual mountains. Yes, that was that was a nice touch. Yes, John Travolta teaches Barry Pepper how to. Here's, fly one of you, here's how you fly our ships. Hey, don't attack us or anything. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Do not use this against us. That would, right. that, would, that would anger me. And also make me look bad as the head of security. Which, by the way, Barry Pepper is putting together, put in charge of a mining expedition. Because that's what the, the, the cyclos do. is they're, they're raping the earth of its minerals and precious metals. Really? And John Travolta mm-hmm. wants some gold. Want some gold! And so... He puts Barry Pepper in, in charge of it, and uh, while they're, they know where to get the gold, because Barry Pepper, with all this information that John Travolta has pumped into his head, is now super intelligent, and knows that Fox, uh, not Fox, Fort Knox, Fort Knox in is filled with gold. Yeah, it's still filled with gold after the invasion of uh, a thousand years earlier. That so, lasted, what, nine minutes, they said? Yeah. <laughs> so they create the, <laughs> the illusion... Barry Pepper and the humans that they're mining for something at this one area. Meanwhile, they're going around and they're finding all old military vehicles and yeah. fighter jets and, and stuff. And, uh, yeah, the, now the primitives. Hey, okay, we got to learn how to fly these uh, these jets. We've got right. seven days. Right. So there's like these caveman looking dudes that are flying these fighter jets that Barry Pepper has taught them how to well, fly. No, it's like uh, oh, this is a this is a flying machine, a flight simulator. We can learn how to fly with these. You you teach your guys how to do that, and I'm going to go do Barry Pepper stuff. And so, yeah, seven days, they learn how to fly a jet. I, I'm pretty sure it takes longer than, than that. Oh, I'm sure. So uh, kind of hard to believe our armed forces failed in nine minutes, and these primitives, yeah, they, they picked it right up. <laughs> well, they were more passionate, perhaps. I and guess. More driven. They, they wanted to save their planet, not like, uh, like <laughs> us 19 years ago. Like, nah, screw it, you can have it. It's been right. ten minutes, we're tired. I guess not. I'm waiting in line to buy this new cell phone thing that's coming out. I don't have time to fight for my planet. But, uh, hey, there was still some jets and weapons left over. So <laughs> yeah. That was convenient. Tanks and stuff, Like too. a lot. and Plenty of weapons. And they learned how to use it all. Very fast. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, so... Huh. So not only did we lose in nine minutes, we had, we had excess weapons left over. I'm pretty sure... The Earth gets invaded. Everybody's going to put their all into it. Yeah, the ones that aren't hiding and hiding behind their Bibles, saying, "Hey, told you this would happen. <laughs> you should have never turned on a TV and had electricity, or whatever their thing is about religion." But uh, yeah, we did not do a good job fighting off these guys because uh, our weapons worked against them apparently. So, huh? Yeah, how does that how does that work out? Yeah, I yeah. guess because there was like so much. Uh, turmoil and confusion about who our president was going to be in 1999 or 2000 that like we didn't have time to fight an invasion like what yeah wasn't that bush that was yeah bush gore gore technically won the election but lost because of the electoral thing oh yeah that's a problem so yeah that's not good (laughs) so that's probably where our minds were and that's like hey these cyclos are just gonna take over and they did like i was worried about it I, i kept 
posting on my Facebook, which was just a wall in a very popular place at work. Yeah. Because that's how it was done back then. Right. We are going to be invaded, and I get fired for vandalism. That's not fair. <laughs> Man. Yeah, yeah. Who's laughing now? Well. And, yeah. Uh, let's and see. And John Travolta is very over the top. Over the top, uh, yeah, it was not, not his best acting job. No, not at for all. For a passion project. Like, it, uh, yeah. A lot of people, eh, just, really? This is your... You know the camera's rolling, guys. This isn't rehearsal. <laughs> and I'm a terrible actor, but I know it. And his wife is in it, too, in a small yeah, role. small role. That's, yeah. uh, I remember them playing on uh, Siskel and Ebert. Uh, and uh, <laughs> them having... Preston. Yeah, Kelly Preston. Just in, she looked good with that big, bald head. <laughs> you know, for... Yeah, for a chick with an elongated head. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. But, uh... Huh. Yeah, I avoided... I just, I just avoided this movie. Uh, I did when it came out, just it looked really like it is. Well, when this movie came out, I actually saw it in a movie theater. You did not. I know, I did too. Wow, slow day. What was because it? word of mouth was pretty quick was about about how bad it was. <laughs> and that it was funny. Well, that it was so bad it was funny. So, so was it worth the uh, ten bucks back oh, then? it was a laugh ride. I laughed out of my seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, uh, I think, yeah, it won a bunch of Razzies, didn't it? It did. And I guess it held the most Razzies until recently. I don't know who dethroned Battlefield Earth yeah, for they, the most Razzies. Um, I guess uh, Rock and Roll High School Forever wasn't out or uh, didn't oh, have a wide way. release. No. Okay. That, that, that was 90s, and this was 2000. Oh, yeah, okay. Folks, we talked about that movie my last time on. Why don't you go uh, give that a re-listen, huh? <laughs> yeah. So you know what I'm talking about, but... That was that podcast. This is this one. Hope you're enjoying. Uh, you should watch this movie. It's uh, it's a laugh riot. It is, and the the budget was uh, uh, seventy three million, and it only made twenty nine point seven. Now, how much of that budget was actually put into this movie? Because uh, wow, this is not an eighty million dollar movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. So somebody, uh, I, somebody at franchise uh, is on a nice island somewhere in the Caribbean. Fraud by franchise. Hmm. Franchise. <laughs> huh. Wow. Now, now, also, I would recommend going to... I would recommend watching the producers and then looking into franchise pictures. Oh, well, this is this is what they did. They, they put out something. It failed like it should, and uh, except they got caught. And you're not supposed to get caught. Yeah, they got caught. Which makes you wonder why this is why... This is what their interest was in passion projects because they know passion projects... Don't go over well. Yeah, this one, this one, this one sure didn't. Uh, I didn't research anybody else's passion project because I was so enamored by the fact that I actually finally watched this movie after not wanting to ever see it. And this movie came in second place that weekend at the box office. Uh, and this was May, I believe it came out in May yep, of two thousand. May. So that's uh, that's now back then twenty years ago the box off the summer box office season didn't start till Memorial Day weekend. Now it starts early April, but uh, this. They meant for this to uh, be huge, and it did open in a lot of theaters. And but eleven million—I guess that's not bad back then. I don't remember what it opened up against. But uh, oh, and it was directed by Roger Christian, the Roger Christian. I don't know who that is. Who's that? He's directed nothing you've ever heard of. Oh, except I, that's for Battlefield Earth. Oh, <laughs> but he has—he's got a lot under his belt. But nothing that I don't think has really seen the light of day, or if it has, it didn't see it for very long. Hmm. 
Well, all right. Thank and <laughs> Roger Christian. I wonder if he's a Scientologist. Probably. And uh, with a name of Oh, do you know that Warner Brothers distributed this movie, and Tom Cruise advised them not to. This is a rumor, folks. Tom Cruise advised Warner Brothers not to <laughs> distribute Battlefield Earth because he said it's not going to do well. Huh. Well, what have you? <laughs> Can you, you, you don't see Tom Cruise. Well, does Tom Cruise, has he ever done any passion projects? Uh-huh. Maybe that racing movie with Nicole Kidman. Oh, yeah. He likes racing. Thunder. Uh, yeah, which I still haven't seen, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that, too. Um... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he's, huh, passion projects. Probably, well, if he did a passion project, probably one that didn't do very well, but he's back. Well, I think he's Mission Impossible is a passion project, but, you know, but his passion project is a project that's shared by others yeah. who, who want that. Now, this Top Gun sequel, that might be a passion that project. That could be a passion but project. But some people want it. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I could live without it. I bet you the volleyball scene is going to be even longer. <laughs> Because everybody's much older. Well, I mean, you're gonna got to put some young blood in there. This is how we did it in the uh, the '80s with our jeans, shorts, and no shirts, and now you've got your your yoga pants on, guys, and uh, that's that's still pretty hot. So yeah. let's get this game going and then fight some aliens. Did you find anything out about Roger Christian? Well, you just pulled up a picture. It looks like somebody's transitioning or has transitioned. Uh, yeah, or, it looks that way. Or that's just the way he looks. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with it either way. Well, he's British, so it could be. Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, he was the second unit director for Return of the Jedi and Star what? Wars. Holy Episode shit. one, The Phantom Menace. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's why they wanted him. Ah, okay. I think they went to George Lucas, and he said no. And he said, but hey, there's this guy, Roger Christian. He was the second unit director on Return of the Jedi and The Phantom Menace. Why don't you take him and ruin right. his career? <laughs> well, uh, I still like Phantom Menace better than Last Jedi. Yeah, I said it. And I still love Return of the oh, Jedi. Oh, he was the set decorator on the original Star Wars. Huh. Well, that's, well, that's kind of cool. And an interior production designer on Alien. Dang, this guy's, well, this guy's got some things on the old resume. Yeah. Uh, well, I had no idea. And he started directing shorts back in 1980. Uh, yeah, and he made his feature film debut with the horror movie The Sender in 1982. I think I may have seen I that. Don't know that one? It says he's a Buddhist, so he's not a Scientologist or a Christian. He's no. a Buddhist one. How about that, Roger? Party on! Ah, yes, I've seen this movie, The Sender. Still don't know it. Uh, is that like about haunted post offices or something? <laughs> Uh, Anybody? Nothing? He has the power to make you live his nightmare, and he is dreaming about you. Hey, that sounds familiar. Hmm. Uh, A young man is admitted to a state mental hospital. Yeah, it sounds like that movie Patrick. After he attempts suicide at a public beach by filling the pockets of his clothes with rocks and walking into the water in hopes that he will drown. Uh, As he shows no signs of being able to remember even his own name, the doctors call him John Doe Number 83. Soon after his arrival, Dr. Gall Farmer is assigned to him, but before long, she begins seeing and hearing things around her that have no explanation. Soon she begins to make a terrifying connection that things she has been seeing and hearing have, have to her amnesic 
page by well i think that's a this is wikipedia it's a grammar and everybody can anybody can type on that hearing has to do with her amnesic patient right. not what's written in wikipedia so wikipedia just made me sound like a dumbass i mean with a little help from yourself so yeah <laughs> all right you got anything else to say about battlefield earth mike Whoa. oh jeez. uh huh if you watch it uh you're on your own i did not tell you to watch it it is long uh that's it that that's a movie you probably smoke weed to and watch with your friends. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, hit, hit, hit the bong and watch Battlefield Earth, and if you'll appreciate it even more. Of course, old enough to do so. Yeah, if you're old enough to do so. And, oh, God, uh, I really wish I had done that. <laughs> and then hit, I don't smoke. <laughs> hit bongs responsibly. Yes, please do. Uh, uh, like I said, there's like a couple cool explosions in the movie. But, uh, you know, I just, uh, again, uh, I want my two hours back. This is a two-hour-long movie. Yeah, and it, it once it, it gets going, you know, it's a laugh riot. But it does take a little time to get there. Yeah, this is, uh, this is like, uh, I feel like this was written by a teenager who just watched Sci-Fi Channel all weekend back in the <laughs> 90s. Uh, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Uh, watch it for the no I got nothing (laughs) Uh, I say watch it for the laughs man watch it for the laughs sit back relax and laugh and and you got it yeah watch it with friends and and just have a blast (laughs) alright and that does it for this episode of Cinema Pura Diso and uh, we'll be back again with with more crappy movies oh yay Cinema Puradiso is recorded in Burbank, California. Please follow us on Instagram at Cinema Puradiso. 